Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. Uh, This is episode 17. Uh, We are so excited that you are here with us today and that you're going to continue on your journey of relational maturity um, as we continue to talk about the parent stage of maturity. And as always, please subscribe on your favorite listening platform. Also, while you're subscribing on that platform, uh, we need you to go ahead and give us a review and leave a rating for us, five stars preferably. Um, What we're learning is that the more ratings we have and the more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us and learn the skills and tools that they may need to live joy-filled, relationally healthy lives with God, themselves, and others. Today's episode is part two of the parent stage of maturity. Um, And we spend our time talking about one thing today, and that is the task that are needed to be completed by parents so they can be fully mature in this stage of life. Uh, Some of them make a lot of sense. Some of them you maybe you've never heard of before. For instance, let's talk about protecting your family. That's a task that parents need to complete. Learn how to do that. Serving your family. That's also a task that parents need to learn. Uh, Enjoying your family. That is also a task. I mean, let's think about it for a minute. How many of us know parents that don't enjoy their families? They spend the majority of their time at work or with their friends or out on the golf course or doing other hobbies. Kind of back in the day, it was out in the garage, but they don't know how to enjoy their families. That's a very, very important task that they need to learn. Another one that we're going to talk about today that I think is also very important is learning how to discipline and love. Yeah, that's a task. There's a way to do that and a way to do it correctly. So did you know that our brains are wired so that conflict should always improve or bring connection and acceptance when it's done correctly? So we're going to talk about that. Um, That's a biblical principle. That's the way the Lord has set it up. And I won't give too much of that away. I'll, I'll let you listen to that in the podcast itself. So let's go ahead and jump right in and listen to part two of the parent stage of maturity. So, so there's also, again, we talk about, again, needs and tasks. And so there's also tasks. So these are the things that parents themselves that we need to do individually um, to become mature parents mm-hmm. in this stage. So the and big, again, this is a growing yes. thing. So yes, day one, you birth that first baby or you bring a child into your home through some other means. Uh, <laughs> you won't wake up with these. These are things that have to be practiced and grown in. Yeah. So I think this one's interesting. Um, so it's to give life without requiring anything in return. Um, if you think about it, it's it's really how the Lord wired us. See how he, it's how He created us because He's a giver of life, and He mm-hmm. doesn't require anything in return. He He freely gives all the time. And so for us, it's really I feel it's a it's a task that we have that we have to do that we have to freely give. Right. In order to really be fulfilled in Mm -hmm. um, who we are as parents. Right. And God didn't ask us to do that on day one. No. Like here we are probably 20, 25 years into life. And now he's saying, "Okay, you should have learned enough. I've designed this world and and relationship for you to have received enough to now be able to give sacrificially. Yeah. And um, without needing anything back. 
Yeah. So you're, you're literally looking to take care of yourself and someone equally. Right. Yes. Um, well, and not even just equally, but sacrificially. But sacrificially. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I said that wrong. No, it's a, yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah, good though because yeah. adults do look for those equal. Yes. We talked about it last week. Those mutually satisfying relationships where right. there's this yep. really nice ebb and flow of give yep. and take, where I'm not giving all this to you in an unhealthy way, and then I'm not getting anything back from you, especially in relationships uh, with spouses or Mm -hmm. um, significant others, that there shouldn't be this whole, like, I'm giving everything and I'm not getting anything back from you. Right. Healthy adults are seeking mutually satisfying relationships. Healthy parents are seeking relationships where I have an abundance to give away Mm -hmm. and I can give it without needing anything back from you. Yeah. That's really the difference. And again, that that's learned. That's learned. And again, it's not every, it's not, and we're not saying that's every relationship. No, this is an a parent-child yes. situation yeah. or mentor-mentee situation. Yeah. Adult to adult, mutually satisfying. Right. Yes. Parent to child or mentor to mentee. Right. Is I'm looking to sacrificially give. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's really important. It was interesting. We were talking last night about um, that. Really, the parent stage is that shift between um, growing myself. And now it's my job to go mm. back into the community and grow someone else. Yeah. So that looks like I reproduce and I grow someone else to adulthood so that they can then become a parent and grow someone else to adulthood. Right. That's where that shift is happening, mm-hmm. that it's not meant to be I get to parenthood and now I'm still just about myself, about myself, about myself until I die. No, it really is as God designed it where he's like, okay. Now you're mature enough to go back and help grow the yeah. community. It's actually your responsibility at this point to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So true. Um, another task is to build a home. And so I don't mean physically go build a home right. with, you know, hammer and nails. But it's about building safety, about belonging, about identity. Mm-hmm. It's going out. It's building um, a, a place where your family feels all those things mm-hmm. where they know when they walk into those doors or they walk into the yard, they come into the property that man, this is, this is where I want to be. This is where I know who I am. This mm-hmm. is where I know I'm safe. I know that I can be myself here and I can um, be completely vulnerable and know that I'm safe. Yeah. And that might look like three years old or that yeah. might look like, um, you know, 12 years old, obviously those things will look different at different stages, but really we're talking about just real basic kind of what we talked about in the parent needs is yeah. that building that basic secure foundation, yes. that, that home that is safe for that child to learn how to be who they are. Yep. Absolutely. So another parent stage task is to protect my family. And um, that looks like physical protection, mm-hmm. emotional protection, mental protection and uh, spiritual protection. And that protection sounds funny when you say it with those other words, (laughs) but really like it's my job to steward my child. So my child should not, nothing should be able to come in without it passing through me. Yes. And so that's actually our, our job and our responsibility. When we talk about these tasks, that's what we're saying. We're saying I have to be thinking about that Mm -hmm. as a parent. Yeah. That this is part of my job description for the lack of a better word. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We say, yeah, just making sure that we are, it's, we're on the front lines. Mm-hmm. We are, we are absolutely looking to um, protect 
and and the next one is serve, but protect our family from all the things that are out there that could potentially harm our family. Right. No that doesn't mean a bubble. Is. Yeah. It doesn't um, mean a bubble. It that's, doesn't mean a bubble. That's, that's we want our good. kids to be able to function in the world, in yeah. society, like not not create this little like tiny yeah, place. It doesn't mean that, they don't get hurt or, right. or there's not some mm-hmm. um, discomfort that right. happens. Because remember, our kids have to learn how to do hard things. We right. want them to learn how to fail really mm-hmm. well. Um, we also want them to be able to function out in regular the regular world because yeah. our goal remember is to grow them into adulthood we're going down we're picking them up we're or we're reproducing and pulling them yeah. into adulthood to be world changers yeah so what that so what that looks like i think is um we create those opportunities um and if they fail or if there is sadness or if there's hurt or if mm-hmm. those those big six emotions that we've talked about before um that we are able to protect them from living in that space that's good not not experiencing it right they, right. Because it's good to experience sadness, sadness, and anger, and grief, right. and and know how to recover from it. Right. From it yeah, because that's one th- again. That's, that is life. That's that life. life yeah. But that's also a task of our parents, of parenthood. Mm-hmm. It's in here somewhere, but it's to bring our entire family back to joy. Mm-hmm. And so, what that looks like is that means that they're going to experience those things. They're going to experience hardship, but you protect them to where you're protecting them in the fact that it's okay to feel it. It's mm-hmm. okay to um, to it's a it's okay. It's yeah. okay to be any of those emotions. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to live and act out of those emotions. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's good. Yeah. And even to remember, mature adults protect others from their power. Mm-hmm. So protecting our family also looks like protecting our family from ourselves at times, uh, from our own immaturity, from our own emotions. Yeah. Um, that our children should not be the brunt of that. As a parent, it's our job to also protect them in that way. Yeah. And um, that might be hard to, to hear, but it's true. Yeah. And it's a true area that I that I think we need to just stay aware of because it's easy. Yeah. It's easy on bad days to forget that, like, we have the power to to choose life or death for our kids, even in those moments and to choose safety or not safety for our kids. And mm-hmm. so um, another parent stage task, meaning in that job description as a parent mm-hmm. is to serve my family. And I think that's a pretty given one. Yeah. I think our culture actually does a pretty good job of that. Maybe a little you know, bit so of a doesn't pendulum mean serve, swing. That doesn't mean that they're the masters mm-hmm. and that you bow to their every wish. <laughs> right. Yes. Cause we're growing them toward maturity. That's our job. Yes. So, uh, but, but it is serving in the way that I back kind of to that sacrificial yeah. thing that I'm willing to, to give up some of my wants and desires for a season mm-hmm. to be able to make sure that their needs are met appropriately. Yeah. Not all their wants. Um, not, not I'm going to go into hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars of worth debt. of debt yep. to make sure that they have every toy they could ever dream of. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not talking about that. We're not also not talking about dads working a hundred hours a week so that their kids can have everything they want and need. Right. Um, actually serving your family might look like working 40 hours and coming home and being on the floor playing yeah. with little tykes, you Absolutely. know, that might look like serving your family. Yeah. yeah. I, it also might look like a weekend project in building a shed because your family needs something. Right. But there is an important balance there. I There's think we can get that out there. of alignment pretty yep. easily. Very true. And another one of those things she, and you alluded to it and alluded to it in that last um, example, where coming home and just being on the floor with your kids. It's enjoying your family. Mm-hmm. That's, it looks like you absolutely enjoying being with your family, being around your family, and you create joy together. Mm-hmm. And just um, 
So again, you're, you're creating those, it, it, it all goes back to those, we talk about relational circuits, all these, all these different things, but you're creating this atmosphere of peace, of safety, um, enjoyment, where your kids have something to pull back on and know that, you know, my parents truly enjoyed hanging out with me. Yeah. And being, and with, being me. with me. And because that's a part of an identity builder that, uh, for your kid, whether they're three years old, one year old, uh, 10 years old to know that, that you find joy in being with them. Mm -hmm. That is a key piece of their identity is children who grow up to be adults who know that their parents were glad to be with them. They have a foundation Mm -hmm. that um, unfortunately is not as common as it, as it could or should be. So if you're a parent right now, remember, and I think COVID has kind of brought us this as a gift in a way like <laughs> to learn how to enjoy again and how to rest with them and how to be yeah. uh, with our kids. Cause that is something that they so desperately need and something honestly, that is for you too. Like yeah. I mean, for you to have joy in your parenthood is a gift that the Lord wants yeah, you to have. Absolutely. This isn't a, this isn't an 18 year like sentence of work. It really is for you to enjoy. Yeah. Um, so don't forget those moments and, and stay present for those moments that mm-hmm. joy is there and it is, and it's available, it's available. to you. Yeah. Um, let's see. So a couple more real quick is just to mature your children, mature my kids. We mm-hmm. talked about that is again, going back and pulling them from infant to child, child to adult, and then from adult to parent. So mm-hmm. spending the time and teaching the skills and walking alongside and preparing them to be mature adults right. and parents. Yep. That's good. Uh, Another stage task is allows and provides spiritual parents and siblings for their kids. We Mm. talked about this at the beginning of the video that our kids, when they hit that 13 year old mark, are looking for group identity. We talked about that in our last video. Uh, It's our job to find those people for our kids and to set them up for success in that area. If you wait until your kid is 13 and you're like, good luck, go find that group. They may or may not choose well, or they may only have access to people that you aren't thrilled with. So just be thoughtful of that, that really you are part of your job is to find them people that will help surround them. And so be careful that you're not isolating yourself. Be careful that you have friends that could also be your kids, Mm -hmm. spiritual parents, or may have other children that could also be spiritual siblings to them. And spiritual siblings sounds cheesy, but it is verbiage that a lot of people use. And it's basically what might look like a godparent or it might look like, you know, those our youth group, it could yeah. look like, um, you know, like we have friends whose kids call us aunt and uncle and there's no blood relation there, yeah. but they know that, that we are extended family to them. Yeah. Um, another task there is learning how to bring your children through difficult situations and help them returning to joy. Mm-hmm. We talked about that earlier, um, but that's another, that's a huge one to where your family can operate and your kids can operate out of joy and yeah. live there. Yeah, and that's also a task of ours is to actually stay present in yes. their big emotions. Mm-hmm. So in order to return them to joy, we can't dodge out when they have a big emotion. Um, we have to be able to stay present. And honestly, that is a really big gift to them yeah. is our ability to stay present. Uh, if we cannot stay present with our kids when they have big emotions, mm-hmm. it will create major challenges for them. If you've listened to the other videos, uh, you'll realize that many of us have made it to adulthood with gaps in those areas because our Mm -hmm. parents just simply weren't able to stay present in our big emotions or help us learn how to return to joy. That wasn't even really words that anybody would say back in the eighties or the seventies or before, (laughs) but we, we know better now. So now we can do better. And 
I, another thing that the Lord has brought up a lot to me this week mm, um, yep. in particular is I'm actually responsible for my own emotions in those moments. Yeah. My kid is not responsible for those. So That's it good. might look like, because I've seen this um, in some parents that are parenting younger kids and I'm hearing out of their mouths, you're so frustrating. Why are you doing that? Little, little kids who don't have any like real concept of why are you doing that? Like they're just being a kid. Um Remember, in those moments, your kid is not responsible for making you frustrated. No. You're responsible for the fact that you're frustrated. Yes. And so you need to get a handle on those so that you can still continue to be with your kid while they're being frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, if you notice that you're not able to, uh, quieting is a really great yes. skill that can work there. Uh, I'm a firm believer in a bathroom break. <laughs> uh, go in that bathroom. <laughs> close that door. Take some good deep breaths. Yep. Um, look out the window. Yep. Watch the leaves blow in the trees. Go take a walk. Go take a walk. If you have littles, it, I, all that sounds like, yeah, right. But it can be done. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Um, yeah. Sometimes you just need a break and to get back into who you are. So yeah. then you can be fully present for them. They shouldn't be made responsible for your feelings. No, that's very, very good. And then another um, task. And the last one I think we have on here is just... Synchronizing, um, synchronize with the needs of your children, um, spouse, family, work, and church. So just connecting to and attuning to what those needs are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and if you're able to meet those needs, meet those needs. Yeah. Um, but definitely be attuned because what that's going to do, it's going to, it's going to create this attachment mm-hmm. that, that they know that, that, um, you see them and that you're attuned to them, that you understand them. Um, and then you let them know if you can meet it or if you can't meet it. But right. I think the fact that they know that he sees me or that my mom sees me or that my dad sees me um, and understands where I'm at and, and understands what I need right. is huge. Yeah, it is huge. This is an interesting point that we haven't talked about yet that I think is important. Because in the church, I think we get this wrong in that um, a lot of times we're asking parents who are in the parent stage to be... Um, this could be touchy to be super involved in the church and to sacrifice their family in return. Um, I would just encourage you to consider that, to keep in mind that really your kids need you first and that the needs of the church can be met by adults who are not at the parenting stage yet and really should be. They're our Mm -hmm. world changers. Those 20 somethings, they're the ones ones with all the energy. Lord knows by the time you're a parent, uh, and you're, you're tired. you're tired and you got a job, a yeah. big job, yeah. um, that really does come first, especially if you're a working parent, you're a working parent and then, and you're also a parent. Um, so it, there needs to be some, some mindfulness there of really what is the most important. And, and that is your kiddos. It's yeah. And, and it's the, it's and the your spouse. Yeah. Your spouse, because your spouse is there after the kiddos leave, but that's, mm-hmm. we'll talk. Yeah. That'll be another that's day. That's another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a delicate balance. Mm-hmm. There's an absolute delicate balance there that, that you need to individually seek the Lord on and figure out what that balance is for your family. Right. Yeah. And for who and for yeah. um, what you do. You but know? yeah, I just wanted to clarify no, that when really we good. talked about attuning to the needs of your family and work and church, uh, attuning is important. Yes, we need to be aware. Uh, we also need to be aware of a healthy balance that's yeah. that's incorporated in that. No, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Learning how to discipline and love is is the last uh, task of a parent, uh, and this is important. So our brains are wired so that 
Conflict and discipline should always improve and bring connection and acceptance when it's done correctly. Yeah. I think a lot of us uh, or a lot of parents are avoiding the discipline and the correction because they're really worried about losing relationship with their kids. Um, it's actually designed to build relationship with your kids when you can confront and you can discipline with love. It will actually build a greater bond. Yes, absolutely. Um, that is 100% biblical. Yep, hundred percent. Hundred percent biblical. It's it's. I, I don't actually know the address of it, but basically, it just says the Lord disciplines those that He loves, and mm-hmm. and He that's in the Bible. And I really think from learning this and and just what the Lord has really showed us is that because He understands and He knows that He's gonna. First of all, He knows He's gonna discipline you the correct way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's gonna do it the correct way. And so love what? First, love first. Mm-hmm. So what that's going to do? That's gonna drive you closer to him because it's this kindness that brings us to repentance. Yeah. And so that is going to bring us closer to him through the discipline that he gives us. Mm-hmm. So he, he really is for our best. The yes. discipline that he brings to us in the same way, the discipline that you bring to your children should be from a place of my, my heart is fully for your best interests. Mm-hmm. My goal here is to help you become all that God created you to be, to help you to grow in maturity. Yeah. And so that's why I'm choosing to help keep you on the path that mm-hmm. that God has designed and keep you in health. And most yeah. of the time when we have to discipline, it's back to health. Yeah, it's all about health. And and that's why um, that statement is when it's done correctly, mm-hmm. that our brains are, he designed our brains to grow closer together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's nothing like a bond built. I mean, I've not experienced this and maybe it's just a visual in my mind. But if you're like, if you're running off of a cliff and you don't know that the cliff is there and somebody reaches out and grabs you and then you realize, oh my gosh, that cliff was there. I didn't even see it. Thank you so much. Like you are indebted to that person for life. And that should be our thought about discipline. It shouldn't be like, um, I'm some taskmaster trying to... But it really should be, I love you enough to keep you from running yourself off the cliff. And if I have to throw myself in the path, I'm going to throw myself in the path. And, um, and that's, I think what parents as is what we should be doing. It also looks like, and and discipline isn't about just correction. I think we need to talk about this too, Mm -hmm. that it isn't just about you did something bad. So now I need to correct it. It might also look like really healthy structure. Mm. It might look like, Having your kids learn how to do chores. Yep. It might look like giving your kids age-appropriate responsibility. It might look like um, teaching them how to, most of the time, hmm. it should look like teaching them how to do hard things. Because discipline isn't, That's like, so good. there's two words to discipline, right? That <laughs> Literally light bulb moment. <laughs> that yeah. It's that English language that we've yeah. been talking about where it's like discipline and yeah. discipline. Like, yeah. we think about discipline like... You're bad. You need discipline. No. Discipline can also be we're creating a way for you to succeed by teaching you how to be a disciplined person, how to choose what's good over what I want. That's so good. Mm -hmm. And even even just now going back to that verse, he disciplines the ones that he loves. Oh, that is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm. Interesting. (laughs) That can go. Yeah. That's, yeah. um, yeah, he puts things in place because he loves us mm-hmm. and he wants 
to our, mature us. To mature us. Yeah. And he wants us to be everything he created us to be. Mm-hmm. So, and he wants us to learn how to choose what is good. Good. Not just what we want. Yeah. So there's a duality in that word. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. Please subscribe on your favorite streaming service.